Faith alone is God's standard of acceptability. Abraham, the father of faith, and the faith in Abraham was Christ, believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Because Abraham believed God, he acted on that faith. Abraham's righteousness was faith in action. Abraham's faith was accompanied with works. James 2, 14 through 20, What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or a sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Our loving God will accept with open arms those who believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of and turn from their sins. First faith, then action. Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 2 Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Believing in God without works is compared to devil faith. Are you ready to believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and turn from your sins? If so, then God is ready to save your soul and forgive you of all unrighteousness. At this crossword, you will not only be saved, but you will receive the supernatural power to live a joy-filled and victorious life. Do it now. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Genesis chapter 6, 13 through 17. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And, behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark, and in the cubit shalt thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof with lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth, to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die." God said, Jeremiah fifty-one thirty-four. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, hath devoured me. He hath crushed me. He hath made me an empty vessel. He hath swallowed me up like a dragon. He hath filled his belly with my delicates. 
he hath cast me out. God said, Isaiah fourteen twenty nine. Rejoice not thou, whole Palestinia, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken. For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery, flying serpent. God said, Isaiah 27, verse 1. In that day the Lord with his sore and great and strong sword shall punish Leviathan, the piercing serpent, even Leviathan, that crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. God said, Job forty fifteen and 19, Behold now Behemoth, which I made with thee. He eateth grass as an ox. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. Man said, according to H.S. Lipton in his article, A Physicist Looks at Evolution, if living matter is not then caused by the interplay of atoms, natural forces, and radiation, how has it come into being? I think, however, that we must admit that the only acceptable explanation is creation. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature article 741 that will once again confirm the full inerrancy of God's holy book. All of these features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the children of God and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Be sure to take advantage of three very useful tools on God Said, Man Said. One, you have questions. God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Number two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Number three, imagine you can download nearly 180 hours of God said man said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Thank you for coming. May the face of our God shine upon you with light and truth. Pseudoscience and its evolutionary doctrine function somewhat like Holocaust deniers in pretending that God's account of creation is not a worthy challenge to their lofty perch. God said, man said, must note here that true science is of God. Science means knowledge, and God is the source of all knowledge. No scientific discovery has ever contradicted a truth laid out in the Word of God. The Bible is completely accurate on any principle that has decided the way in on even an earth that is just over 6,000 years old. Some eyebrows are raised as a result of such a statement. This website has published nearly 100 features that shout yes to a very, very young earth. The entire structure of evolutionary dogma is built upon the sinking sand of unbelief. Foundational to their untenable position is the concept of uniformitarianism, which basically states that the present predicts the past. Its assumption is that life's geography continues on at a relatively predictable pace, without any major global disruptions giving them the ability to extrapolate time backwards. The doctrine of uniformitarianism is a result of their unbelief in two basic, yet provable beyond any reasonable doubt events described in the Holy Scriptures. One is called creation, a real major global disruption. Had one met Adam five minutes after he became a living soul without knowledge of God's involvement, one would think Adam had history, but he had none. 
If one had stood upon the earth on the seventh day, after God had created the earth and its entire universe, and gazed into the heavens, one would assume history, when it was all just hours old. The second major point of their unbelief is the major global destruction, known as the catastrophic flood in the days of Noah, that destroyed the entire world as the sons of Adam knew it. The reality of catastrophism is everywhere. Yet the unbelievers pretend it doesn't exist. Keep in mind that there are fish fossils on the peaks of every mountain, and three-fourths of the earth is covered with flood strata. Uniformitarianism rejects both truths, hence their foolishness. No matter how hard and eloquent their wrangling, no matter how hard or eloquently they obfuscate truth with arrogant, empty, and sophisticated rhetoric, they end up here at the Word of God. Geologists are grappling with their latest discoveries and how to match them up with the uniformitarian concept when those discoveries clearly shot global catastrophe. Notice these words in the May 2, 2015 issue of Science News found in the feature North Met South Sooner Than Later. Continents Closed Sparking Mass Animal Migrations and an Ice Age Supercontinent Broke Apart slammed into northwestern South America, rerouted Earth's ocean currents. A few paragraphs from that feature follow. When the Pangaea supercontinent broke apart about 200 million years ago, the Americas went their separate ways and then slowly drifted back together. Around 20 million years ago, only a small strip of water called the Central America Seaway connecting the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans separated the two continents. A heap of volcanic rock sitting on the Caribbean tectonic plate then slammed into a northwestern South America and rose up above the sea surface, closing off the seaway. Scientists initially dated the seaway's closure based on its wide-scale impacts on animal populations and global climate. Animals such as mammals scurried across the newly formed land bridge, and freshwater fish swam down its waterways about three million years ago. Around the same time, the lost passageway between the Pacific and Atlantic probably rerouted Earth's ocean currents, intensifying the Gulf Stream and triggering a glaciation period in the Northern Hemisphere. End of quote. Before the rain began to fall in the days of Noah, the fountains of the great deep were opened up. Genesis 7, 11, and 12. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. Prior to the rain, suboceanic fountains of superheated water and volcanic matter erupted all over the ocean floor. Today there exists the evidence of a rift that encompasses the entire globe. Science's latest discoveries again grapple with the global catastrophe. Also from the May 2, 2015 issue of Science News under the heading, Plate Loss Gave Chain of Pacific Islands Seamounts a Kink. The subhead reads, Shift in mantle flow repositioned hot magma plume responsible for Hawaiian archipelago. A few paragraphs follow. The Hawaiian hotspot is a tube-shaped plume in the mantle that carries magma from near Earth's core to the surface. 
Over more than 80 million years, molten rock from the hot spot built up a chain of islands and underwater seamounts stretching more than 5,800 kilometers across the Pacific Ocean. The seamount chain grew southward at first before abruptly turning east around 50 million years ago. For the longest time, scientists assumed that this prominent bend formed because the Pacific plate changed direction, says geophysicist Dietmar Muller of the University of Sydney, who co-authored both studies. We now can demonstrate that the mantle, not the plate, changed its direction of motion. End of quote. There is no debate amongst the children of faith. God created the earth in six 24-hour days just over 6,000 years ago because the Bible tells us so. There is no debate amongst the children of faith. 4,350-plus years ago, there was a man called Noah whom God instructed to build an ark. It rained 40 days and 40 nights until the whole earth was covered with a flood. Everything that had the breath of life in its nostrils, with the exception of those on the ark, was destroyed because the Bible tells us so. The more they look, the more they end up here. God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, Genesis six thirteen through 17, and God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof, with lower and second and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I... Even I do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. God said, Jeremiah fifty-one thirty-four, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, hath devoured me. He hath crushed me. He hath made me an empty vessel. He hath swallowed me up like a dragon. He hath filled his belly with my delicates. He hath cast me out. God said, Isaiah 14, 29, Rejoice not thou, whole Palestinian, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken. For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. God said, Isaiah 27, verse 1, In that day the Lord with his sore and great and strong sword shall punish Leviathan, the piercing serpent, even Leviathan, that crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. God said, Job 40, verse 15 and 19, Behold now, Behemoth, which I made with thee, he eateth grass as an ox. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. Man said, according to H.S. Lipton in his article, A Physicist Looks at Evolution, If living matter is not then caused by the interplay of atoms, natural forces and radiation, how has it come into being? I think, however, that we must admit that the only acceptable explanation is creation. Now you have the record.